Maybe you're in fact wrong. Maybe you need to revise your outlook. Then you are still capable of growing and evolving as a person. For you are capable of expressing self-doubt, of nurturing an open-mindedness. This is the Invisible Maybe. Often I find myself in a faraway land, hungry and wondering what this new paradise has to offer. Restaurant or street food, I ask myself. I know not to drink the water, but should I eat whatever that eight-legged thing is on that stick? So, John, yeah. you, have, you have been to far far away lands yeah i don't know if we'd call them a paradise but you know they're 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 far away no i mentioned you know before there's there's really kind of two types of vacations you can take the club med sort of one or the cruise where you relax and you kind of indulge yourself uh and then there's the experience ones that's the you know you go to the third world yeah um you see how a lot of people live yeah uh and and that's more of an experience it's not going to be very comfortable you're you're absolutely right um now and i've i've enjoyed both yeah me too um uh, i i have taken you know planes and trains and automobiles and ships and all different types of things and i have enjoyed thoroughly both however as i get older and as i get more experienced as a traveler and you i don't think you're ever ever a completely experienced traveler i think you're you're a practicing traveler um I, I realize that more and more the sort of J- John Thorpe or Anthony Bourdain style of going to, you know, Darfur and all those places just to have a, you know, burger mm-hmm. is not my kind of, it's not, not my cup of tea. I, yeah. I, I don't want the extra worry. Um, and then I, I, I sort of get mad at myself because I think, I think, oh, I'm missing out. I'm missing out on, on experiences and, and, uh, you know, global attractions and what we're talking about today, food. Yeah. So, so you're right. What do you like? What have you liked? Cause you're older than I am. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as, and, and my desires is still do it. You know, I kind of, yeah. I kind of feel like I've gotten lax, um, in some of the, you know, Hey, let's, let's, let's go there. Let's go back. I want right. to. I want to. You know. I want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yes. Um, or while I still can, yeah. you're going to come to a point where maybe I can't. You know. And I know my mother. The one. The one international. Well, she took a couple of international trips. She visited me when I lived in Japan. Mm-hmm. But she'd gone to Italy, and she'd always wanted to go there because her family was from Italy. Her her uncles all were all born in Italy. Yeah. Um, but she had, herself had never been there, and she wanted to go before she could no longer do it and walk around. And she, she was in her late 70s. And despite having contracted Legionnaire's disease on that trip, and uh, which killed one of the people on the, uh, on the tour, um, you know, she recovered in, in hospital here. Mm-hmm. Um, she never regretted it. So, and yeah, I mean, if had she waited another four or five years, she, she was, by that time, you know, her knees were shot mm-hmm. and, and she was in a walker and things like that. I mean, but, yeah. but she wouldn't have been able to walk around like she did. So that would always be a do it while you still can. I totally agree. And and that's the way uh, my wife and I have structured our, our plans is that, you know, we, we've looked to the future and realized that, you know, th- things happen, yeah. bad things. Yeah. And I would hate for a bad thing to happen and I've done nothing. 
Yeah. I didn't see the, 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 the border between Vegas and Phoenix. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. And, and I, <laughs> yeah. And so we made those changes right away. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, we started with basic domestic travel and then moved our way out. Um, you know, and, and we've had wonderful, wonderful experiences, both bad and good. Yeah. You know, when you get home and you, and you recover and, and, you know, you've, you've, um, had those bad experiences, they become experiences. Yes. And they're actually good. Yeah. Um, it's Gives a story you more to, to tell. talk about. Yep. Stories now, to tell. it's one thing to go to a place where, you know, there's potential civil strife. It's another t- thing to go to a place where, you know, it's a third world economy. Yeah. It's another to go to a place where it's, it's an extreme of one level or another, um, uh, weather yeah. or, or, or food or lack thereof. Uh, it's another to, to, you know, not, to to roll the dice with loaded dice, like to go to Dominican Republic right now, <laughs> you know, it's, or or at least that one resort where yes, people all seem to be yes. getting sick. Uh, oh yes, it, it's 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 terrible. I ho- I really hope they find <laughs> they find out what's going on, but um, uh, I agree with you. I I think uh, adventures should be had. Um, that being said, are you still an adventurous eater when you travel? I, I still don't eat meat. Now, there have been times right. when, when I've kind of, you know, had to, when I went off of it, mm-hmm. uh, to try something that was unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, there, there's there's extremes. There's, there's the Anthony Zimmern. I mean, that guy, I mean, he would eat a turd if it was from an exotic animal. Y- yeah. You know, basically. And, like, I, and I wonder, do you believe that it's, it's can you build up a tolerance? Can, can, and and if, if, if it's possible, he has. Yeah. You know, Andrew Zimmern, uh, Travel Channel, right? Yeah, yeah. Travel Channel. Uh, yeah, I've watched his shows uh, and, and enjoyed them with, with great disgust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to some places and he'll say, do you have this? And they say, oh, well, we don't really eat that shit, basically. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, you know, some type of, you know, albino goat balls or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Do they taste different than the other kind? <laughs> and maybe his palate, is uh, he can notice yeah. those tastes that. And maybe yeah. it's, it's just that it, we think it tastes bad. Yes. And I remember once um, when I was in high school, or I, I had a summer job, J.D. Randall's Junior Museum in San Francisco, and I worked in the animal room. Well, we had an, a, a naturalist. This was a guy who worked there, and he was one of the curators. And his idea of a vacation was, he was like, we call back in the day, Yule Gibbons. You remember that? You know, uh, Of course, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was like that. He would go off, his idea of a vacation was, a, was to go off somewhere in the woods with no provisions and just get by. See how he could do it. Yeah. And he came back and he was eating something. He goes, here, taste this. What, what is it, Tom? <laughs> it's turkey. All right. Tasted it. Yeah. I'm lying. What is it? Squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Well, it tastes like turkey. It did taste Yeah. It, it tastes good enough. But again, you get over that revulsion mm-hmm. and you wonder how much of that is psychological. Now, I will tell you one thing that I did. And I now regret not doing it. Yes. When I was in Beijing, I went to the night market and they were selling... Uh, scorpions on a stick. Yes. And I bought a skewer. Everything's on a stick. Everything was on a stick. <laughs> he fried them up for me right there in the walk. I'm mean, oh God. I just asked about them. I, well, now that they're dead, I feel an obligation to, and fried because they were alive. I was just pointing out, Jesus, those things are alive. What do you do with them? Here, you want them? And he fried them up in a walk. <laughs> oh, Second nice. one is stick and I, and I gave him a, whatever it was, a dollar. Yeah. And I'm walking around with this thinking, do I really want to try this? And I kind of did. Yeah. And I kind of didn't. Yeah. Um, but there were some Japanese, young Japanese women, 
And by young, I mean college age. They were mm-hmm. just like the girls I used to teach. And right. I heard him say in Japanese, and he goes, oh, how interesting. Look what he's got on the... And I told him, and I lied, which is what guys do, to, right? I just said, oh, yeah. oh, these taste pretty good. You want to try one? Oh. And I said, yeah, yeah, they're not bad. Once you get over there, I said, they're crunchy. Here, try it. And she did. Huh. She took it off, and I asked her, what did it taste was like? The, was the tail <laughs> stinger still on? It was on. It was the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, if you're if you're at all a fan of of survivalist shows, yeah. Uh, the most notable, I think, is uh, Bear Grylls. Yeah. You know, scorpions are are the a, a primary you yeah. know enjoyment on the shows. You know, yeah. high in protein. And they had other things that were on that I didn't buy mm-hmm. that I saw at the market. They had centipedes and and crickets or yeah. uh, and great bit, what looked to me like just like uh, like uh, cockroaches, big ones. Yeah. Like, I mean, big ones. Like the I mean, water, water style. Yeah, it's like comparing what we have here is a pygmy compared to guys who play in the NBA. Yeah, you know, I mean, these were like huge uh-huh. cockroaches. I've uh, yes, I, I've I've had my share of insects. I've had um, I've had the fried grasshopper. I've not mm. had scorpion. Um, I've had the fried grasshopper. I've had the chocolate covered ants. Yeah, didn't they um, sell that in a movie theater here in oh, Las I don't Vegas? Know. I'd heard that Brendan theaters, if anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I've had I've had my share of insects. I, I, I you know, oh cricket, a fried cricket. Yeah. Um, now the 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 ants were they black or red ants? Black. All right, I'd eat the red ones just because they're just nasty little bastards. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So so when you get to let, let let's let's direct our attention to the yeah. to the Philippines. You've spent some quality time there. Yes. Uh, both in Manila and. Uh, um, I'm sorry. The the when you travel to to visit uh, friends, yeah, you you fly into Manila, yeah, and then you go to. I tend to go up north uh, to Ilocos, Ilocos, which is kind of the very northernmost part of Luzon. Okay, so uh, you can fly. There's okay. there is an airport. It's about an hour flight. Uh-huh. You can take the bus. The bus is uh, 12 hours, 10, 12 hours, something like that. And have you done that? I've done both. Oh. Um, I I. I like the bus. Are there chickens on the bus? Uh, no. There's in this no case, I mean, there might have been at some times, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe they ended up in the stew. Um, but at least you get to see the countryside. You know, I've oh, mentioned yes. before, I don't like to fly. Yeah. Um, you know, next time you go to the airport, look at the airplane and uh-huh. visualize it. Take the wings off of it. Stand it straight up. What do you have? You got a missile. Yeah. That's what an airplane is. It's right. a missile. <laughs> and it's got seats in it. It's hollowed out. It's got seats in it instead yeah. of a payload. And they stuff people in there, and they have the gall to say, "Sit back and relax," as we, as we, you know, as we launch you 400 miles an hour, right. 500 miles an hour through space to get from point A to point B. Right. But it's a missile, right? Right. At least on the bus, I'm on the ground. If yeah. it rolls over, and eh, well, shit. At least I'm on the ground. So you, so you, you, you arrive in Iloco. Yeah. And is it is it a village? What it's do they call city. it? Well, Ilocos is more Ilocos. of a county. County. I would say we would call it okay. a county or prefecture. Okay. They okay. call it a province. All right. Yeah. And after 12 hours, you're hungry. Yeah. Yes. What do you What do? You do? Well, what, what's the fare in Ilocos? Ilocos, um, well, it depends on where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a city called, uh, appropriately enough, Vegan. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But it's spelled with an I. It's V-I-G-I-N. Okay. Um, I believe I was once bit by the same bed bugs, possibly. The same bed bugs. A, a a descendant of the same ones that must have bit, bitten Tom Cruise. We stayed at the same old inn because mm-hmm. they had his picture on the wall huh? when they filmed uh, Born on the Fourth of July. 
He okay. made the Vietnam movie. Okay. We were not allowed at that time. The U.S. was not allowed to go into Vietnam. They hadn't normalized relationship yet yeah. because of the Vietnam War. And um, uh, so they did a lot of the filming, the same with Apocalypse Now. Right. A lot of that was filmed in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they filmed part of the, part of uh, some of the scenes were, were filmed in Vigan. Vigan is a great little city. If you ever get a chance to go to the Philippines, absolutely go up there. It, it maintains the old Spanish charm of their previous uh, occupiers mm-hmm. um, of conquerors. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the cobblestone streets. They even put, hey, they got horses. And, yeah, nice. and anyhow, so this was an old Spanish villa where I stayed in, Okay, uh, like I said. And I think in the movie it said that it played the whorehouse. Appropriate. Okay. That I stayed I there. do remember that. Yes, yeah. but, but they were known for their empanadas. Okay. Uh, and they are really good. I mean, it's hard for me to try to, f- I try to find without pork in it. They think I'm a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Same thing with their sausage. Longanista is famous Philippine sausage. I yeah. really would like to try it. I'm just not a fan of pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will I will bite and go for chicken if I can find it. Okay. Um, it's a bit difficult, but I did find it in vegan. So okay. I, and again, I'll, I, will, I will do that just to get the experience of tasting right. local right. cuisine. Now, now uh, so, so restaurant or street food? What, 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 where are your leanings? Well, I like both. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do that. Um, I don't want to pass up the street food, especially if it's something I haven't had. Even if it is something I have had, right. I want to see what it's like on, on the street. Now, remember, of course, the locals, wherever you're going, they are immune to maybe certain bacteria, whatever, that maybe yes. we aren't. So you do run a risk. Hey, I'm from Las Vegas, right? Hey, I roll the dice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I mentioned before, when I traveled all through Southeast Asia, I was gone a couple months. The only time I got sick was I went to a damn, a nice restaurant, an Indian restaurant in a fucking Hilton in Hong Kong. That's the time I got sick. I ate off the, the vet street vendors, uh-huh. the ones that had rats running around. No, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the way. Yeah. So, so in vegan yeah. or elsewhere. Yeah. How hard is it to maintain a vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian uh, uh, dietary need. Yeah, is it hard? It, it's it's in the well. If you want, you know, again, so many of the of the classic dishes of the Philippines mm-hmm. um, are going to be pork based. Yeah, um, and they have other ones there. I mean, but they it translates. I think what which what is it? Sisig, pig's face, Pig, basically. Yeah. It's, it, and yeah, it doesn't sound too appetizing. Uh-huh. Um, Back to Zimmer, and he he. Every show, he, he seems to like the head of everything, like yeah. a goat head and pig head. And bat. I saw him eat bat in <laughs> bat Cambodia. Head, yeah. yeah, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Now, Anthony Zimmer, I mean, um, sorry, Anthony Bourdain uh-huh. had said that he thought the uh, that the next craze would be would be Philippine sisig. That, that that was a cuisine that the world hadn't discovered yet. And I really admired the shows when he goes to the, when he went to the Philippines yeah. because he would eat the street food. And then he even went to fast food. Yeah. He even ate, and, and I said, hey, I would rather eat the sisig than the happy spaghetti at, at the Jollibee. Yeah. You know, I looked and said, oh, because I know what good spaghetti tastes like. Yes. No. Yes. No, no. Oh, that's funny. Not the happy spaghetti at the Jollibee. So what street food uh, do you remember most recently having in the in the Philippine area? They had something at, oh, what's the name of it? Babinkas. And, and it was, I was on a bus. And they would stop every now and then, mm-hmm. let people out. And this guy was selling these. And what he did, well, they're kind of like a dessert sort of thing, kind of like a pancake. Yes. And um, so I bought some babinkas really? from this guy. Yeah. Now, was it potato-based or? 
I believe so. <laughs> I, I asked okay. her what's in this. It's just no pork. No, 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 no. What do you think? It's, it's like a dessert. It was sweet. Okay. Yeah, it was sweet. It was good. I liked it. Was there meat in it? Or no, no, no. It's more like a pancake. Okay. More like a pancake, I think. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so one would think though that in the Asian communities, yeah, um, you could maintain your vegan, vegetarian, or pescatarian. Yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't be difficult. So I find it very interesting that it is actually quite difficult to. Yeah, and I, I guess that's for so many years that they were, you know, the Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, having having been in the, the Philippines again, they have a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tilapia is, is of course probably the more, one of the more famous imports we get. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Filipino diet has been influenced. You know, again, even empanadas and what have you oh, yeah. by by the Spanish and the Americans too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then you can find some. What's nice if you go restaurants in Manila, even the really nice ones mm-hmm. that are expensive by local standards, mm-hmm. they're not as they're not expensive by our standards. Right. So I go out and say, "Oh, geez, this all," you know. Same yeah. when I was in China, because when I was in Beijing, you know, I I really I dawned on me that they don't have Chinese restaurants right. there, right? Because right. all the restaurants are Chinese restaurants. So anymore, they, they're not going to call them Chinese restaurant. It's a restaurant, and uh, uh, I would go into a place and I couldn't read the menu because it was all in kanji. But right. but. Japanese use the same kanji. They might pronounce it differently. Right. But I can recognize the kanji for fish and beef and, and chicken. Okay. So I can have an idea. Oh, I'm going to order this. It has fish in it. doesn't have meat. I don't see the kanji for meat. Right. But, and I know vegetable. So I can just point. I'll have this. I don't know what kind of fish it is, mm-hmm. but it's fish. It should be pretty good. Mm. And I'll have this. So sometimes I had no idea what it was I was eating. I said, oh, great. This was cabbaging and corn or rice or something. Tasted great. I don't know what it was called. And then I was with a colleague of mine um, who was Chinese. So she said, I'll help you read the menu if you want. I said, oh, I think I'm doing okay. But just tell me, you know, you, you order it. I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. But I said, I don't know what this item is. Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, what is it? A donkey. Yeah. Donkey. Yeah. I've, it never occurred to me. Oh, oh, do they even do they have donkeys in, in China? Oh, of course they do. I have an equine story of my own. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. So she said it's donkey. I says, well, what's it taste like? Because I don't know. I don't eat it. Said, <laughs> it, it this rest the restaurants there have to distinguish themselves. I'm right. So this restaurant puts donkey on the menu. Not many people order it. Yeah. Because even to them, it sounds strange. Yeah. And you know the you know we've heard the stories you know they eat rats yeah 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 and I had Chinese tell me goes you know those people down in the south of China <laughs> they eat rats and then it dawned on me of course yeah. everybody looks down their nose at people in the south right we do it here of any south of any yes, south uh, I said yeah yeah I said see in America those people those people you talking in the south we call them rednecks right. and the same thing with the roadkill and Beverly Hillbillies right. and eating possum belly and whatever. <laughs> You know, we look at it, we, you know, ooh, those people are animals. Well, they do the same, of course. You mainstream, run-of-the-mill, don't eat rats in China. Yeah, that's that. That's the tip. <laughs> that's basically what Andrew Zimmern loves to talk about. He loves, yeah. to, you know, to give that exact comparison, that yeah. sort of stark comparison, where, where you know, th- there's no reason to think that they're not food. Yeah. You know, and it's very difficult. I, my my horse or equine story is is Italy. Yeah, Italy has is surprisingly, and not in the south, um, uh, has horse on the menu. Yeah, and they, as a community, as a society, accept that a hundred percent. And yeah. apparently, it's quite good. Now, I, I 
I'm a I am a seventy percent adventurous eater. Yeah. Um, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about trust in the food industry a little bit later. Um, I have none. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they it was it was commonplace for horse to be on the menu. Yeah. And apparently, it's very good, very lean, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's not like a mutton. You know, it's not no, like an old, it's not old greasy horse. And, yeah. You know, uh, apparently horses maintain a, a good meat um, throughout their lives. And, uh, but yeah, it's still very disturbing. Yeah, I, I had a horse. Oh, did you? Yeah, in Japan. It's a delicacy. They serve it raw, uh-huh. like sashimi. Like tartare. <laughs> oh, God. And I said, okay, well, I'll taste it. Really? It's horse. I mean, it's, it's already there on the plate, right? It's the same thing. I was it a red meat? Yeah, it was a red, red meat. meat. Yeah, okay. it tasted like roast beef. Oh gosh. Yeah, and that that was the closest I could see. Well, okay, it tastes like roast beef. Yeah. Now I've had I've had buffalo. Yeah, I had that. A uh, bear. I hadn't had very that. fatty. Yeah. Very fa- mostly fat. <laughs> yeah. But wonderful tasting. Oh. Um, venison, of course. I had whale um, whale bacon. Wow. I tasted that in Japan. Whale bacon. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. You know what kind of whale? No, no. Did, like I ask. said, it's always like, you're going <laughs> off your video. I say, I know, I know, but shit, they already have it. I'm going to take a piece, taste, taste of it. Where did you, you have whale? In a, just a regular restaurant in Japan. They had whale bacon on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's amazing what, what, uh, how, how far more adventurous the menus are yeah. in, in anywhere else but the United States. Yeah. They're trying with their little, you know, squidgy little, you know, celebrity chefs. Yeah. But they're, they're really not, they, they can't match that. I, don't, I, I can't say I've ever seen whale on a menu. No. That's amazing. No, and of course, I, you know, I mean, the whole whale industry, I mean, that's one of Japan's stains. But, of course. You know. Yeah, of course. But again. Yeah, I've, I mean, had, I've had uh, uh, rattlesnake. Yeah. Which it does taste like chicken. It yeah. Just greasy chicken. But yeah. But it's chicken. Um, and, uh, well, the only truly adventurous Japanese food I had um, was um, I went to... Oh, the name of the restaurant escapes me. The Japanese restaurant here, very famous chef. Nobu. Nobu. Yeah. And Nobu was there. Mm. Uh, I was, uh, I was, it was during our, our tenure at the, at the hotel. Yeah. And uh, Nobu was at his restaurant, Nobu. Uh, and he, he and his, his, um, his sous chef, who was also trained, we had blowfish. Yeah. I had that too. Yeah. Um, and I was unprepared. Yeah. I, w- I was not prepared at all uh, by anyone. Uh, t- that my mouth was gonna go numb mm. and tingle, not numb, but a tingle, um, and uh, and it, and it wasn't worth the reaction of my mouth. It was okay. It was fish. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, but I mean, I I guess there was a little bit of a rush, the fact that I could have died. Yeah, you know, if the if Nobu didn't know what the what the hell he was doing. Yeah, but he did. Yeah, you see, for me, I, remember when I went to Japan, nineteen eighty four, um, you know the. the no internet, no. In fact, the Japanese food really hadn't taken hold yet in the U.S. There were some sushi bars. Sushi was just coming in. Really, you know, everybody. In fact, they didn't even know what it was called. Right, people still called it raw fish. Well, I mean, that's what it is. But they didn't say sashimi and Japanese co- people call it raw. No, fish? the U Americans. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So I didn't have much experience with it. So what I found is. Um, and I, and people say, oh, I love Japanese food. I said, well, you haven't had a lot of it. <laughs> because believe me, there is some stuff you're not going to like. Yeah. Um, some of their more traditional foods are a real acquired taste. Yes. Even their pickles. Um, I found there were some foods there that I realized I, could, I couldn't, oh God, that's awful. When I first got there, when I, after a while, 
my palate had had adjusted yes. and I kind of liked this some of this stuff. Yeah. Um but there's there's always something familiar to cling to. Mm-hmm. So you look at noodles. If you've never had noodles but you've had spaghetti, you can say well a noodle is is kind of like pasta. Yeah. And vice versa. If you've never had spaghetti, well what's it like? Well, it's kind of like noodles. Right? I mean, it's it's going to be flavored differently whatever, but nevertheless there's a, there's a texture. Mhm. The Japanese had something, tororo imo, which was, imo is a potato. Oh, hey, I'm fine. I've had potatoes. You never had this kind. It had absolutely, it had the consistency of phlegm. <laughs> oh, it was, a, I almost gagged on it first time I tried. Really? Oh, God, it does. It's 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 viscid like that and it's just like phlegm. Oh. And it's like, oh, shit, I can't eat this. And it, how I was it served? In a bowl? In a bowl, yeah. <laughs> and and finally when I realized it, people would want me to go out to eat some of this really traditional stuff where you, yeah. you know, oh, shit, I wasn't used to that. Sure. I just wasn't accustomed to to this sort of thing. And I could eat it, and what I found is, A, I could eat anything with rice. Any kind of sushi was fine, even if I didn't like it. Yeah. Because I had that rice kind of the, as a as a buffer, Sashimi a little bit different, but hey, there's there's soy sauce yeah. and there's a wasabi. Drown it in that. But sometimes I couldn't get around that. So what I found, I found two things, and these this is the the, the advice I give anyway. A, I find out I can drink any, I can eat anything as long as I've got beer. Because right. what I would do is <laughs> right. hold the beer in your mouth, kind of wish it around. You're talking mm-hmm. about having having a numb. Yes. You're, you're, I don't remember that from Blowfish. Why? Because I've been drinking beer, uh, yeah. and my whole mouth was numb. Yeah. So that'll help kill the, the the taste buds and if you try remember i'm trying to eat something and be polite and not gag right. or show like some type of revulsion about the what the fuck it is that i'm eating here right yeah the other thing i you'll found insult the table yeah yeah is and then then the if you really think oh no 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 beer's not going to do it get a cigar oh. and smoke a cigar before you go in you don't need to do the whole thing but just hold that smoke in there then everything will have that <laughs> Yuck. but it's not bad yeah it's sometimes it might be better than whatever it is and again that was when i was first here after a while you know i got kind of used to their particularly their new year's foods yeah and they have a desserts that they would give out manju which is a rice a um it's rice based uh-huh. and it's very very sweet okay they use manju very often with tea ceremony okay uh, i thought oh i like green tea i'll go to the tea ceremony worst day of my life I spent my 25th birthday at a tea ceremony and I was just saying, give me a rope, I'll hang myself to get out of here. Because they said, you know, Mr. John, it's your it's your birthday. We're going to do three teas. Oh. And the thing is, is they, they get this big bowl. It's like a ramen bowl. Mm-hmm. And they make the tea and you're watching them whisk it and they whisk it and they pour the tea into this ramen bowl. Well, it comes out more like more like a soup. Okay. All right. It's like really, really thick. So imagine if you took a bunch of powder, a green tea powder, right. and you took, you know, three tablespoons of green tea powder and three tablespoons of water and mixed it. Yeah. All right. And then what they do is they have three people drink out of the same bowl. Oh, First I'm person out. sips it. They <laughs> sip it. I'm gone. Oh, they sit there and admire it. They sip it. They set it down and they turn it a bowl a quarter time. And then next person does it. Who's ever third in line has to drain it. Oh. So you know what it is. You're first in line. This yeah. way, you just go do. 
Yeah, I just, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, and again, that third person, that yeah. that poor SOB's got to drink everything. And uh, guess who that one was the, for all three teas? The birthday boy. The birthday boy. And I drank that, and it's like, oh geez, oh no no, now you have to cleanse the palate with one of the manju. With gas. Yeah. Just give me one of those. Give me one of those things, quick, quick. Oh. Yeah, it's the only time I could eat that because then it offsets it. You got to say yeah. it's just cloyingly sweet with something that was just so bitter. Bitter, yeah. yeah. So I understand that. But I'm sitting there in that, uh, you know, and I'm starting to get cramps in my legs because I'm just, oh, how much longer is this going to be? You know? <laughs> right. It was, yeah, it was an hour and a half. And like I was saying, forget waterboarding. You want to have advanced interrogation, just make people sit through one of those. Yeah. I'm really, I'll give you anything, I'll tell you anything. Just let me stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, you know, I was trying to think of, of, uh, you know, it's interesting how potatoes across the board are, are often the, the go-to for Americans. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll have a potato something, yeah. hopefully not the phlegm kind, oh, God, yeah. but uh, yeah, potatoes are, and that's exactly what it was. Now, now I, I spent a, a wonderful time in Barcelona, Barcelona, if nobody's ever been, uh, it is a, a wonderful mixture uh, just a just a, a spectacular mixture of the old and the new, meaning that it, it has the 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 artistic value of, of of sort of ancient Spain, and combined with the, uh, the modern technology, where they of course hosted the Olympics and all of that, all the Olympic stuff and the buildings and and all of the uh, the infrastructure uh, remains there in all the Olympic villages, and they have all that. And uh, as an aside, they have the cleanest subways I've ever seen in my life, eat right off the floor. Uh, but I, there was my, my go-to potato deal, which was outstanding. Uh, and it was p- uh, patatas bravas, which is basically just fried potatoes and a uh, garlic aioli. Mm. But everywhere served it. Oh. And if I couldn't find anything that I liked, it was the patatas bravas. Uh, and it, but but there was I mean Barcelona is not like Japan uh, or the Philippines. It seems like uh, they they have a staple set of foods yeah. that uh, Americans will like. Anybody will like paella, of course. And I was I was thrilled with the, with the the I didn't have the same paella. At any restaurant, it was all different in one oh, way or nice, another. Yeah, it was nice, great. Yeah. Um, uh, the, and the the Los Rambles, which is the the um, the, the the road that you walk down, yeah. uh, and it's um, it's just a wonderful culinary city. And when I woke up in my my hotel, uh, I woke up to the smell of coffee, bread, and fried. Nice. You know that fried smell. Yeah, yeah. The, the good stuff. The good one. Yeah, uh, not, but not the, uh, yeah, potatoes. Now, here's a question for you. Uh, now you're a little bit different because your your I think your palate is is far more experienced, uh, or it had to it, it was forced to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is the go-to place that you have found internationally, where where when all else fails you go here? I have one, and it's you're gonna laugh. But where and 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 I mean like an American-based thing where you're like, oh my God, thank God there's that. Yeah. What is yours? Well, when my father came to visit us visit me. My mom and dad came visit me in Japan. That would have been like 1985. He's not very adventurous. Um, and he said that if it hadn't been for the local McDonald's, Mako Donarudo, he would have starved. <laughs> he would have starved, he said. He went there. They knew him all in there. They didn't know me. I lived there. But they knew they knew the old man because he went in there. <laughs> mine, the mine was Johnny Rockets. 
Okay. Yeah. Worldwide, yeah, you can find you can a Johnny Rockets. And if you want to find just a half-ass burger and a yeah, milkshake, yeah. Uh, and to save you from whatever you know cuisine that is killing you, yeah. that was mine. Well, the thing I read about McDonald's, and not that I that I go there because you can always find yeah fast food, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. In, in Japan, they had uh, Loteria. Okay. Now they had a picture. It seemed to me that the mascot was a lamb. Yeah. But it, but they, it was hamburgers. What they what they served there. Okay. Um, the, what they also called I called it Mo's Burger because it was M O apostrophe S. The Japanese call it Moss Burger, which really sounds pretty disgusting. Yeah. That was probably the the, the favorite local uh, hamburger chain. They even had one that sounded really disgusting. It was hamburger on instead of instead of bread patties. Mm-hmm. They had rice patties. Okay. You know. That was their that was their wrinkle, <laughs> but I had read in um, a fast food nation that McDonald's has standardized their French fries to the point where I mean where they will adjust the the um, sugar content of the potatoes, right. the starch content because they measure it, so that their potatoes taste the same whether you're in you know whether you're in Boston or you're in Barcelona. Okay, yeah. you have the potatoes, they're going to taste the same. They might call them something else. Yeah, but it's going to taste the same. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I um uh, uh and you know now I guess what you find what I find you more ubiquitous is something like like Starbucks because they're all over and they sell muffins and whatever it's true. the same stuff. True. Yeah. Yeah, I found that too. Yeah. And uh, there there's no doubt that I, I think uh, the the ingredients abroad so much better. For yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know, it has not been infected by by. Well, it has been to a point. It depends, like like inner city Japan. I'm sure is just as bad as far as the, you know, the the ingredients. But maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but in the United States, we you know, there's the corporate greed. You know, everything yeah. is cut with you know this or it has it's lacking that or it's it's. It's super- no different than buying drugs off the street. I think right. They're going to cut it with something. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You're not going to get it really. So straight. I have found, along with the fact that everybody abroad walks. You know, because yeah. it's too goddamn hard to yeah. drive. But everybody walks, and the food is made is prepared better. It's the ingredients are better. Um, the food is so much better. Yeah, and I always is. tell people that are that that oh, I'm going here, and if I've been there, I tell them, oh my gosh, eat. Yeah. Eat, eat their food. Yeah. Don't absolutely. go to McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you if you gotta go, go to Johnny Rockets. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> okay, so where's the hottest food that you've eaten? You mean hot in terms of spicy? Uh, spice, Thailand. Yes. It, it was Thailand. Yeah, and, and you are know, you a hot, are you a hot? I, I like food it guy? hot. I yeah. like it hot. That's why when I go here, and they always say, "What would what you want it on the scale?" Yeah. Hey, give it to me ten, ten. because yeah. your ten isn't still going to be isn't going to be an eight where it was in Thailand. Sure, you know, and and I found what I liked about those open air restaurants. Now the service with people used to fast. No, it's slow. Well, why? Because they got to make everything. They got to make everything from scratch. Yeah. So it's it it tastes that much. Mm-hmm. To me, much better. When I was in Nepal, and I was up in the mountains, they had a little, they call it a tea house. And I ordered something there off the menu. Yeah, it was funny. They had the menu. It was in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the drinking menu on one side and the fooding menu on the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered something, and yeah, you wait an hour because it ha- it has rice in it. Ladies mm-hmm. got to, they got to cook the rice. They don't have a rice cooker. They don't have electricity. Yeah. They have to cook it on a fire and in a pot. And, you know, rice, if you make it at home and you don't have a rice cooker, it's going to take 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the lady comes out, she brings it out to me. It was great. And I ate everything. And she said, oh, would you like some more? Oh, well, she gave me another plate for not basically 
double. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I said, well, gee, it was like $2 or something like yeah, that. Like, yeah. I'm like, That's what um, I loved about, I, I love about, uh, they will, they will, uh, I, when traveling abroad, I noticed that the chefs, the preparers, the, the, the owners of the restaurants, they're very prideful. They will give yes. you something because they want you to enjoy that. Yes. I made that and I, I think you're going to enjoy it. And, I, and it's uh, on the other side of it, too, I found it very interesting that, that uh, although the Americans uh, embrace drinking to excess, obviously, um, uh, Europeans, Barcelona again, for example, they, uh, they, they respect the drinking because it goes along with the eating. Yeah. And Barcelona, for example, is a, is a big place. Um, they're uh, the beginnings of tapas, you know, and yeah, the small, yeah. small, place. And, it's, and it makes sense. Eat small and, and yeah. go to the next place. Well, if you drink and they give you the tapas for free. Yeah, 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 and that's wonderful. You yeah. don't you don't see any of that here. Yeah, there's no, no free for anything. No, you know, no, Vegas a little bit, but Th- that's why I like watching foreign movies because yeah. one of the things besides the storyline is, I mean, if it's if it's supposed to be you know drama whatever is they will show you how you know it's supposed to be an emulation of real day life, mm-hmm. and you're looking at French movies and I'm out, or even often with French movies that I watch, there's always a scene a, a dinner scene where people around the table. And the dinner takes a long time because that's where they converse. They have the wine. They, they, they talk about things. They talk about silly things. They talk about serious things. That moves their plot along, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's realistic. And here is everything. Is, uh, you're in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Hurry up and, and eat so you can go ahead and uh, go back to work or make right. money or whatever it is. Right. And there's just no enjoyment. You know, dinner time abroad is 9 p.m. and, yeah. and after. You know, it was, it was sad. Remember, Jamie, we have here in Las Vegas... Um, the best of Las Vegas, which are like the readers poll. Yes. And for years, best Mexican restaurant was Taco Bell. <laughs> Remember yes, that? It you was. know, well, granted, there weren't that many to choose from. No. Now there are, but still, yeah. come on, people. I know. Even Roberto's is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hottest place I went to was surprisingly so because I had read about it before going, and it didn't. I. I they. They aren't noted for their heat. Oh. But the hottest dish I was ever served where I literally had to turn my face away was Panama. Oh. I had a very brief stint in Panama. I was working mm. there. And uh, we ordered, or I, it, I actually, I, I was uh, ordered four. And this plate came, and it had that deep, that, that sort of ruby red, yeah. deep red, you know, almost like, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the uh, like a, a curry powder but in a red version and and i literally they set it down in front of me and it, and it was like i i had inhaled gas like at the pump yeah i was like i just had to turn my head away and uh uh i tried i and i'm not a hot foods guy i mild i'm, I'm mild uh i tried and it was it was it was i i don't believe in having to fight my food into my mouth first and then into my stomach yeah and it was just horrible and it was that it had that that metallic wang to it where you seemed like you were sucking on a piece of tinfoil yeah yeah yeah. you know the other thing i find interesting is probably for me that i haven't been to india Mm. uh so all the indian food i've had has been out of country so I kind of thought, well, you know, probably I'll, in Nepal or someplace that's close by, the closer you get to the country, the better it will be. Yeah. No. The best Indian food I've ever had was a uh, um, an Indian restaurant in Hamamatsu, Japan, when I lived there. Now, the, the, own, the owner may have been Japanese, but the chef wasn't. Yeah. He was from, he was, he was, 
he was a foreigner too because I got to talk to him, got to know him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and the, he had, you know, the clay oven and everything like that. His non bread was outstanding. Mm-hmm. The curries were outstanding because he knew how to cook. And he yeah. just said he's doing it. He's doing a, it. There. A good non is like heaven. Yes, yeah, isn't it? It's so good. And yeah, and I've had some great Italian food in um, in Manila. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's it's. You know the the kitchen help might be might be Filipinos, but the chef isn't. I had the best Chinese food I've ever had in Rome. You were telling me that, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, and if you look in the back, you don't you probably see Chinese people working there. Right? Yeah. You don't see Italians. Yeah. So so um, uh, very often that's that's the case. You know, you get immigrants. So that's something that you know if you go there, you know, like you said if you're in there, uh, just don't dis- dismiss it that yeah. oh well they're not, they don't know. Yeah, my I, I do not have a pin in India. On the map yet? No. Myself, I have a lot of friends that have been there. Some of who are are, are were born in Mumbai. Yeah. Um, and they they do confirm that it that uh, one time I heard it described rather aptly uh, it, uh, that India is is is, an, is an, an assault on the senses. Yeah. Uh, the smells, the sounds, uh, the tastes, everything, and and uh, I, I can't I can absolutely imagine that, that that sort of cacophony of everything, just you know the din. Yeah. You know, and being, uh, you know, just almost run over, you know, just uh, looking at the road. Um, yeah. But, but I again, I've had a good Indian food. I just can't go that extra step and get the really hot stuff. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. Oh. You know, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. So what is the best place you've eaten internationally of any cuisine? Yeah. Where, where in, in memory, you're like, wow. And you walked out and that was, it was just where you you still to this day would 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 recommend it if it exists or not. Well, I don't even know the name of it. I mentioned a uh, a outdoor food restaurant stall in 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 Chiang Mai. Okay. When I was there that that I thought was it, it, in fact they I I would order cow pot kung which was fried rice with shrimp in it. Okay. And that's all I ordered. Oh. I went back there every day for a week. I just said, "Well, I don't know what else to order, really." Yeah. But that was so good. Mm-hmm. And another time, when I was also in Chiang Mai, um, there was a a young woman who uh, someone told me, ah, she's she's uh, Lao. They kind of looked off on the side of the road, selling duck in a plastic bag with rice, and it was it was the duck mixed with a the it, whole duck, or just it was just pieces, pieces of, duck of duck. Okay, <laughs> in in a sauce yeah. that was spicy. Okay, and the nice thing about it is, you know, duck is kind of greasy. It is, but this, but the the sauce that this was with cut right through it, mm. and it was spicy and with sticky rice oh, that they yes. had. It was amazing. I went back two or three times, and I just thought, you know, this girl must think I'm I'm a hot for her or something because I'm a. <laughs> You know, really, I just came back. I want some more of that duck. I'm telling you. And you know, yeah. it's funny you mentioned duck. Um, in Rome, for everybody who's listening. Yeah. Um, in Rome, near the Trevi Fountain. Yeah. You're going to go and, and uh, down. The, uh, if you've ever been to Rome, you know that it has all these wonderful little roads, you know, little alleyways. And they're safe. And they're cobblestone. And they're original cobblestone. Um, and down one of these, like just below the Trevi Fountain. It opens up into this sort of square, and there's this uh, Chinese restaurant, and it's called Chinese Restaurant. There is no name. Chinese Restaurant. It's all it's and it's outdoor seating with indoor, like, three tables inside and a bathroom that's seemingly in the original bowels of Rome. <laughs> you yeah. go all the way down the stairs. But they, they, they had um, a mixture of Japanese and Chinese uh, menu. Uh, they had a, a, a pot of sake that served four 
for 50 cents a glass. Oh. So if you got four little glasses, it was $2. Yeah. Um, and they had Peking duck mm. and fried rice. And I went back there th- at least three times. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. So good. It was interesting. When I was in Nepal, up in the mountains, food doesn't keep. So <laughs> the, the we had a cook with us in the in our in our caravan. Mm-hmm. And um, when he got it in the mountains, everything he cooked was made from potato. And it was it was great. It all tasted different. It didn't seem like it's potato again. No, no. He made he made pancakes that taste just like like pancakes. But they were made out of potato. Mm. And whatever it was, he cooked. Man, it was great. What, what is this? What do you got in here? I, I, he, I couldn't get his name. I just called him Cookie. Cookie, what is this? Oh, it's potatoes. Well, what about this over here? Potatoes. Do you cook? He goes, no, this high, when you get to a certain elevation, mm-hmm. the food doesn't keep. They got to carry it around. And, you know, of course, there's no refrigeration or anything. Yeah. We got to make everything with potatoes. You know? And that's okay. You know, nowadays, if you want to, if you want to avoid meat, yeah, potatoes, mushrooms, and soy, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much your go-to. Yeah. Okay. So, so, um, uh, Chiang Mai, pretty much the best. Yeah. What's the worst? Not, not you got. You told me you got sick in the Hilton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's the worst. <laughs> the food to me. wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, right. it, it was just. Uh, but what's 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 what you you much like the potato snot? What uh, what was the, you you couldn't do it. Well, there there was a in Japan. It was um, there was a restaurant. Somebody told, "Oh, you got to go here." All right. Well, what is it? It's a spaghetti restaurant. Uh, I don't know about this. And every type of they had spaghetti. All of it had some kind of meat in it, and I didn't want it. I said, "Do you have any with just marinara?" Yeah, I can go. No, no, I mean, I make it. I make it just for you, right? I came. In, it was fucking awful. Holy <laughs> sh! How am I gonna? How am I gonna eat this? It was so sweet. I, I was afraid to ask, mm. what, what is the sauce that you put on the spaghetti? Right. It's ketchup. Huh. It was just plain ketchup mixed with spaghetti. All right? So it was, to me, I don't like ketchup. It's too sweet. Yeah. It's just cloyingly sweet. Mixed in with the pasta, it was just, it was just god-awful. Really? Yeah, I mean that was one of the worst. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. I, I'd have to say, and, and it, was, it, was a, it was a good trip. And and a and and a breathtaking uh, landscape, yeah. but Ireland's reputation of having not so good food, yeah, is true. I had an Irish hamburger, yeah, and it and it had it it, it didn't have that spring of our burger meat, yeah. and it was it was almost like the black bean burgers that you can you know the faux burgers, yeah, and it, and it was it but it was meat I think. Um, and uh, uh, it was awful. It was oh, the, the food yeah. was just awful. Now London, the food was wonderful. Yeah. But Ireland was it was bland, It was tasteless. It was yeah. it, it just had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And yet the Irish people, you know, their potatoes. I mean, obviously. Yeah. You know, but uh, that was the worst for me. Otherwise, I've had wonderful experiences. Yeah. 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 Now, now, what is the what is the uh, we've mentioned a whole. No, I got to tell you one city though I would yes. avoid. And again, some of you are, they're going to argue about this, and their experience might have been just better than mine. Mm-hmm. But I, I I mentioned getting sick in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Every time I went to a place in Hong Kong, I'd sit down there and I'd order something because there they have that open seating. You sit down and somebody's you you don't even know is going to sit right across from you. Mm-hmm. And they would they would they would normally be a local, mm-hmm. and they would say something. They would get something in a great big bowl with rice. It looked great. Right. Whatever it is I ordered came in a fucking cup. Oh. Right. I looked. The hell is this? And, and, and I noticed. I say how much? It, the guy over there only paid half of what I paid. 
Well, whatever it was I ordered, it didn't matter what it was. Wherever I went, it was like a third of the size of what anybody else got, and it wasn't any good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spent three days here. I said, geez, I got to get out of here. I went to Taiwan. Now, now we've talked about, uh, to, to some people who listen to our, our, our this show, uh, maybe what we're saying is nothing new or nothing crazy, but maybe to a lot of the people, it's pretty yeah. pretty wild. Uh, what is the craziest thing you've eaten? You've mentioned a lot of things. Yeah, I guess I guess Where it would be balut. Eat, oh God, did you eat balut? Yeah, I eat balut. Is it a balut or is it just balut? It's just balut. Okay. Yeah. Um, In the Philippines, and again, I I but I I kept to my my experience. I mm-hmm. don't. I ate it with beer. Please, please. Now, I, I certainly know what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but please, to your best ability, describe what a it balut is. is. An, it's an egg, but the 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 yolk in it basically is is an embryo. Yes. And, and it's it, viable. It's, it's viable. Yeah. yeah. So um, th- there's a there's a technique for eating it. You're supposed to <laughs> crack the shell and then drink out the bloody type of water. Which tastes like you bit the inside of your lip, oh, you know? Yeah. It tastes like iron, it tastes like blood. Yeah, all right. I did that. Then you peel around the egg and you take that first bite and you will you will gag because that's your reflex. Oh, of course. And yeah. there's feathers. Yeah. There's baby feathers. Yeah, mine didn't have the feathers. Oh. Mine did. I looked at that. My friends did, but, but mine didn't have the feathers. And uh, But yeah, it was an experience. This is something like... Hey, I got a real. You know what I have a real craving for is balut. No, no. <laughs> and much like that, there's the, there's those awful. Um, you know, again, referencing Andrew Zimmer, and he loves fermented things. Yeah. And the thousand year old egg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if you've ever seen one of those, they're they're sort of a black green egg that's been fermented for not a thousand years, obviously, but but long enough. And I don't know, it, and it smells like ammonia. Yeah. And, oh, now God, I know fermented food in general, all of it is is very healthy. You know, yeah. whether it's sauerkraut, kimchi, uh-huh. all of that is really good. I I got into eating actually kimchi in in Japan. Yeah. Because I'll eat kimchi. Wildest thing I ate, I, I've eaten, uh, uh, which it, it was eel, uh, which which came to the table alive. Oh. Yeah. Um. And and that's not very wild. I mean, ultimately, it's just a fishy. Yeah. You know, they kill it right there. Then it's a yeah, yeah sure did. Uh, oh, yeah. And and that was that that that's not my favorite. Uh, you know, I don't like lobster tanks, and I don't like to. I, yeah, I don't you know, need to pick it. I up. don't need to know how the sausage yeah. is made. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I lived in Hamamatsu, Japan, Hamamatsu was known as the eel capital of Japan. Oh. My the uh, the neighbor who lived next <laughs> right on the license plate. Yeah. Basically, it was if if you had what they call unagi is a Japanese uh, word unagi, for eel, yeah. mm-hmm. and they would sell unagi pie, oh. which wasn't which was a basically a very tasty type of of pastry uh-huh. had no it had no unagi in it but it was shaped like one <laughs> so if you bought a box or, of those <laughs> yeah if you bought a box of those and gave them to somebody yeah it meant that you had been to hamamatsu on a business trip or ho- holiday or whatever really? yeah so so um, um i had a lot of eel there and i and i learned to really like it but not never was it ever served live yeah, that one got me. I, I just, I, I was stunned. I did eat some of it. Yeah. Uh, now, I've always been a fan of unagi sauce, which yeah. is uh, extremely difficult to yeah. find in the United States. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I don't need anything. And you can buy, I remember in Hamas, I could buy unagi bones and eat them just like like uh, like a, uh, a snack oh. cracker, you know, crunchy. Ah. Oh. Those weird, weird Asian folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, John. We'll, we'll end with a little talk I, I mentioned earlier about trust in the food industry. Yeah. Um, 
we as uh, I don't think people realize, um, you know, obviously we have an obesity problem here in the United States. Yeah. We have an alcoholism problem. We have a, oh, we have diabetes. We have we have we have problems. But I don't think anybody ever takes into account the enormous level of trust we place on the food industry not to kill us. The Hilton clearly tried to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and probably I mean, because they didn't want to pay to stay there. With with every opportunity completed, you know that where you go out and have anything, a sandwich at Macu Donato Do's. Yeah. And 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 KFC or or or, or a very famous Emeralds restaurant or Gordon Ramsay, there is that possibility. Yeah. Of getting horrendously sick, yeah. And uh, does that affect you? Do you eat it? Do you, uh, you don't eat out much, do you? Do no, you? not too much. No, no I really no, don't. Yeah. And that is a big reason. Now, do do you? But do you uh, think that's the reason you don't eat out a lot? No, no. Well, plus, it's a pain in the ass to go eat out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, see, it is for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust them. You know, and there's too many. And and uh, uh, if uh, I know we have a lot of people from Australia that listen to the show, um, and I'm sure you have something uh, uh, similar. But we have those awful dirty dining shows. Yeah. Oh, they're devastating. I can't even watch them. The newspaper. Remember, it used yes. to be every Wednesday was the was the health report. Yes. They take it out, but you can go to the the, the Clark County, and yeah, sometimes it's surprising. There, a lot of those are are are, are the upper end. Um, um, you know, you expect the, the yeah. greasy spoons mm-hmm. to be on there, the, you know, uh, um, you know, do you expect those hops, <laughs> you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, 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 I expect that to have, to have a C rating or whatever. But no, there were, there were times when they were nice restaurants, you know, yeah. good, oh God, I put people in there and it got a B minus or something. Yeah. But, but the one thing I will not eat, mm-hmm. I will just, no, 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 what is, is that? On, on an international flight, I do not eat the food. Whenever they bring it around, if I'm in an economy, really? I will eat the rice and if it's packaged, the cookie or whatever the hell it is. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I bring my own food on the plane. Okay. Why is that? I just, I mean, I've, I've heard horror stories about that. Yeah. The way it's just been reheated or whatever. I mean, it just yeah. doesn't taste good. But yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't need that. I understand. You know, <laughs> it's a long flight too. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. Food. Okay. So at the very end here on this invisible maybe... Uh, what would you tell a person uh, that is going to venture out of the United States for the first time regarding the food? What, 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 what do you, what's the piece of advice you would give them? Well, I would, I would say to, um, to, you know, I guess to ex- do your research before you go to make sure it's going to be something that you don't know. It could, it could be great for whatever that dish is, but you may absolutely hate it mm-hmm. uh, and say, oh, it was awful. The food it was Find out where you're going and find out what types of food. I, I would say even if there's something local, you could try it to see what you're going to have. Yeah. Um, it, it's always nice to have something familiar to cling to in that sense of, oh, I've had this before and I'm going to have it an mm-hmm. authentic one, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so so that would be it, but not to be afraid. You know, you're, you're, um, uh, if you see something on the street and, and you see other people eating it mm-hmm. um, and you're not quite sure what it is, try it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And that's what I would say. I would say, you know, where go. What? 
try it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a, that, uh, that's a good way to exist. Now, my wife might uh, wrinkle up her eyebrows at me uh, as she hears this. But uh, um, uh, when I do travel and I do go on vacations and when I work, uh, uh, you know, either abroad or domestically, um, I, I do... Uh, I, I am adventurous to a point, yeah. uh, but I have tried some wonderful things. I've tried some awful things. Yeah. I don't think you've changed my mind about Balut <laughs> yeah. or the snot potatoes. Well, if I could, like I said, if you're really, if you're really concerned, and I know this won't work with you, but again, the, the, the beer trick, <laughs> right? Yeah, when, yeah. I do, when you don't drink or smoke. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing I would recommend yeah. is if you go to Nepal, do not drink the butter tea. Oh my! Oh yeah, that was bad. I tried. Uh, I said I'll try it, and the guy said, no, "You're not going to like it." They yeah. told me that you're not going to like it. You'll like this other one. This is fine. Uh, they had they have wonderful teas there, but but I noticed the locals drinking this butter tea. Yeah. I said, "No, I, I want to try it." Yeah. And I did, and it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy says, "You don't like it, do you?" And I said, "No, I don't." Well, fine. I told you. I said, "No, but I wanted to try it, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that I did. Otherwise, I'd be sitting here right now saying, "Damn, I wish I had the chance." It's going to be, I have to put it on the bucket list, make yep. a trip back there, just taste of butter tea. Oh, dear. I, 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 well, I'll do it with you, John. <laughs> well, we, we hope we've changed your mind about, you know, what you know about foods internationally. Um, and uh, uh, maybe the next time you're out there, you can try something that is just uh, uh, so far off to the left or the right that you'll be amazed and you'll have a wonderful story when you come home. Uh, this is The Invisible Maybe. You can find us at TheInvisibleMaybe.com. All of the social media uh, formats, you can find us there as well. Please let us know. We would love to, especially for this episode, I would love to hear everybody's comments uh, and experiences and, and, and food thoughts uh, and adventures and so we can uh, we can have a uh, second episode dedicated to this uh, because I certainly didn't talk about all the places I went uh, and uh, and I know John didn't so uh, please comment and let us know about all your adventures and we would love to continue this discussion uh, but uh, please find your peace we hope you changed your mind and again invisiblemaybe.com <laughs> <laughs>